Truth and Transcendence. Brought to you by Yes, You Now with Catherine Llewellyn. Truth and Transcendence, Episode 4. Welcome back. This episode is about understanding our starting point. And by that I mean our starting point for wherever we're going from here. So uh, this applies wherever you are and whatever your situation is in your life. Now, this idea of starting point is, uh, is, is really interesting and important when we're looking at embarking on a program of self-mastery. Because, because your starting point is, contains within it all of the ingredients that you're going to use in order to accomplish what you want to accomplish. Now, this is something which I've often found working with clients that uh, they're not very keen on examining their starting point. And I've asked myself why this might be, and, and I've noticed it's true for myself as well sometimes. I'll, I'll look at, uh, uh, let's say I want to go to the gym. What I'm interested in is how do I get to look like that person in the photograph? What do I need to do? And of course, the, um, the helpful person in the gym insists on doing an assessment, analysing everything about me before we begin. Now, we can see logically why this is a good idea, why this makes sense. So why is it that we don't want to do it? Why is it that we're so resistant to examining our starting point? I don't know how things are where you are, but I grew up in the UK. And in the UK, we were trained as children and as adults as well, that assessments are generally something which is being done in order to decide if you're good enough to go to the next stage. Exams, appraisals, and so on, are, are, are in place to, to test you to see if you're good enough for the job, to go up a year in, at school, in other words, to see if you get a pass or a fail. They're, we're not educated and encouraged to see assessments as something which is a, uh, a, a holistic um, seeking of understanding about all of the multifaceted aspects of a human being. And in fact, for most of us, we grew up believing that assessments are always done on us by other people. So the idea of an assessment or an appraisal or a review is all tied up in ideas of, of being tested, of being found wanting, of being judged, of being criticized by other people. Whereas actually as adults, what we want to be doing and what we need to be doing is self-assessment. Assessing ourselves, not from a place of criticism and self-criticism, but from a place of acceptance, curiosity, 
and a genuine interest in understanding as much as possible about ourselves as we can. And also when we're looking at any kind of developmental work, we, we needn't just look at ourselves. We need to look as well at our circumstances, the situation that we're in. And we also need to look at how we're manifesting. So that means our relationships, our home lives, our work situation, what we're accomplishing, what we're contributing, the effect we have on other people. And yet, even with that, when I've, when I've started working with people on self-assessment, once they've got over the idea that they're going to assess themselves and assess their lives themselves, they then have to get over the idea of doing it in a way which is fair-minded rather than in a way where the purpose is to find weaknesses and find fault and find problems. So it's very challenging. You try it. You try turn, turning to anyone you know and saying, right, uh, I'm going to suggest that the next thing you do over this coming month is a review, a self-review. I challenge you to find somebody who will welcome that idea and say, yeah, I can't wait. That'd be great fun to do. I'm really glad to do it. Thank you so much for the suggestion it's much more likely that people will take this as a, as a veiled piece of criticism, actually. So we're in a very sad place where someone's, someone turning to you and saying, I recommend that you do a self-review, is, is taken to mean there are things wrong with you. I'm a modern leader, so I'm not going to tell you what they are because I've been told that people need to self-assess themselves and be self-aware and and not be criticised by other people. So I'm going to ask you to go and find out what's wrong with you yourself and come back and report it. And in fact, you will then be tested to see whether or not you've accurately discovered the things that are wrong with you that I already know. (laughs) So It's a very sad state of affairs. And it's largely down to our education, and it's also very much down to our upbringing. So again, I don't what I don't know what your parents were like. Um, my parents were quite quite enlightened, quite alternative, and I and I'm very grateful to them for that. But actually, you know, uh, look, looking back over childhood and and early early adulthood, it's hard to find situations where we were genuinely being encouraged to self-assess in an open, fair-minded, balanced way. So when I say to you this podcast is about identifying our starting point, uh, I, c- I can really understand if, if some of you listening have thought, well, that you know, I just don't want to do that. That's really not interesting. And why would I want to do that? What's the point? What value is that going to add? Because that's the other thing. In our progress-addicted world, which is all about what can we accomplish next? How, how can we be making more money? How can we be making more profit? How can we be um, achieving our goals? How can we be changing things for the better? If that's all we're interested in, then taking time off from doing that 
to stop and review how things are now, what's the point of that? Why would we want to do that? Well, in in my experience, and and, uh, I've spent a lot of time with clients working on self-assessment and uh, self-appraisal of circumstances. And even by the end of doing that process, before people have even set their objectives for any kind of developmental work, people tend to undergo the most extraordinary transformations just simply from examining the status quo. So why would that be? Well, one of the reasons is because when we when we live in this environment and in this culture of self-criticism and uh, a progress progress addiction, we tend to carry with us a kind of a, a low-grade, unspoken fear of being found wanting. And that particular fear, any kind of fear, but that one in particular, consumes a massive amount of energy. It also gives rise to self-defensive strategies, posturing, uh, developing personas, trying trying to generate an impression that we are absolutely perfect, that there's nothing wrong with us. Even those of us who embrace the, the, the modern fashion of, of being self-effacing, even that in and of itself can be a strategy to compensate for our fear of being caught out, of being found wanting. So it's a bit of a vicious circle, actually. The fact that we don't, uh, the fact that we have been over-assessed and over-tested and um, over-evaluated by other people, very often in a critical fashion in our lives, has brought us to a point where we really have a, a, an, an anti-appetite for review and assessment of how things are at the moment. And, and that even when we do self-assess and assess our own situation, we tend to be overly critical, overly self-critical, or overly critical of our circumstances and those around us, or both. And that's incredibly dispiriting for us. It's really dispiriting. And, and it's also inaccurate, because it means we miss out on all sorts of information about what is absolutely wonderful about us, and about what is advantageous and miraculous and magical about our lives and our situations and the people around us. So so because of all that, we then actually bulk and uh, veer away from, from uh, reviews, self-assessments, uh, being assessed by others, even feedback from other people. You know, people say all feedback is valuable. Well, yes, some of us have le- have learned to embrace feedback from other people and intelligently and sensitively, um, you know, review it. You uh, use the, use what's useful, not use what's not useful. But we've really had to work quite hard to learn how to do that in many cases. And another unfortunate side effect of this whole fiasco. <laughs> in my opinion, is 
that we also don't know how to give feedback to other people very well. The number of times I've, I've had a, a, you know, a very close friend sit down with me and try and give me a piece of feed, challenging feedback about something in a situation where they genuine, genuinely would like to criticise something in me, but they love me, so they want to do it kindly. And they're not very skilled at giving feedback. So they end up with giving me a kind of a lengthy, non-specific, confusing and very upsetting communication, which leaves me shell-shocked and, and with no real idea what on earth it was they were trying to say in the first place. And then it takes months of unravelling to actually, you know, sit them down and calm them down and give them a cup of tea and try and find out what it was that they weren't happy with in the first place. And I imagine some some people listening to this are nodding to this now because how many of us have been in that situation and how many of us have been in the situation where we would like to give a, to, a bit of feedback to somebody else and we don't know how to do it. We're worried about doing it. We're worried about how they're going to react. All of this is part and parcel of the same dynamic of a culture of inadequate, ineffective reviewing and assessment processes and culture. So this is all why it's so difficult and why it's so unwelcome, this idea of of uh, reviewing our, our current circumstances and reviewing ourselves. So why why would I bother to even make an episode about it? Why not just forget all about the topic? Why Why is it important? Well, it's important because when we self-assess our lives, ourselves, our situations and our circumstances, when we manage to do it in some depth, with some sensitivity, some self-love, some self-acceptance, some generosity and compassion for ourselves, we discover some absolutely wonderful information. We discover hidden strengths, hidden capacities, hidden qualities and virtues that may have always been there, that may have developed recently, but which are part and parcel of what makes you a unique contributor in your world. So why, why is it important to be conscious of those things? Well, it's important to be conscious of them because then we can choose to use them more fully. So when we're not conscious of those positive qualities, we use them, they help us and they help other people, but they kind of get used almost accidentally. They may get used only 10% of the time that they could be used. So by doing an in-depth self-assessment and an in-depth review and examination of our lives, we automatically have access to those positive qualities for the other 90% of potential application. The other thing that happens is that we give ourselves the most extraordinary boost it's almost like we can catch up with ourselves. I wonder if you've had that experience where you suddenly realise 
that you have a particular positive attribute, which which maybe you didn't have when you were a child that maybe has developed over time. And you suddenly recognize that you have this attribute. And there's that wonderful feeling of self-appreciation. It's almost like a door has opened into a new way of looking at life. It's almost like you've met yourself anew. You've caught up with yourself. It's a wonderful experience. Now, not everyone can do this on their own. Not everyone would want to do it on their own. And that's why very often people get help to do this. But once you've done this, it's not just a good feeling. It's not just an immediately positive contribution of uh, access to your attributes. It also gives you the most amazing foundation to build on. So wherever you are in your life, whether you are starting out with a new project, whether you're partway through an existing project, you're running a business, things are going well, how about ramping up on that? How about, how about leveraging that? Well, having a much better handle on your positive attributes gives you some amazing options for doing that. Supposing you're hitting problems and struggling. Again, which of your, which of your positive and useful attributes could you use to help unlock that? Supposing you're at the end of a project or of a mission. You've sold your business or you haven't sold it, but you're now chairman and you're not as closely involved. You have a lot more time to yourself. What are you going to do now? By having a really thorough self-appraisal and appraisal of your situation, your circumstances, everything in your life, that gives you the data that you need to enable you to look outside of you and say, right, what are the options for me now? And which of those options are genuinely interesting to me because my, they, they fit with my own inner passions, they fit with my values, as opposed to the options that appeal to me because I believe I'm capable of doing them, but I'm not capable of doing something else. Whereas actually, through my self-assessment, I've discovered I'm much more capable than I thought I was. So therefore, other options become available to me. So it really is incredibly valuable and helpful to review where we are, how we are, how our world is, how our projects are going, how our business is. What, where the flourishing is, where the difficulties are, where the strengths are, where the positive qualities and virtues and attributes are. It's incredibly valuable to do that. It's difficult and it's worth it. And actually, once you've done that, you know what your starting point is to come back to the original title of this uh, episode. You know what your starting point is. And therefore, you can identify exactly what kind of path you want to go forward. You can identify in, in my next phase of development towards self-mastery, am I, I emphasising 
starting something new? Am I emphasising solving a problematic situation? Am I emphasising building on a very successful going concern? Am I emphasising bringing something to a close, completing something, leaving a good legacy? Am I emphasising moving into a period of almost like a fallow period of completion, neutrality, and then preparing for the next new thing. Because your path of growth and self-mastery will be dictated by your starting point. And your starting point as well will give rise to clarity and vividness of the extraordinary vision that really fascinates you and genuinely meets what you want in your heart for your next level. So the little gift I want to offer you this time is a questionnaire. Oh, great, you're thinking. So um, I've, I've done a questionnaire where um, you fill it in in the usual way and you send it off. But what's different with this one is it doesn't get crunched by a computer program. It gets reviewed and uh, analysed intuitively by me personally. So when you fill in this questionnaire, it comes through to me. I keep it confidential. I read through your answers and then I send you some insights of my own in response to your answers. Now, obviously, this won't be as full and as rich and as accurate as it would be if you and I met. And obviously, how you are when you fill it in may not be how you are the next day or the previous day and so on. But, you know, it's a, it's like a, it's a thin slice to re- of representation of who you are and how things are in your life. So I invite you to do this. It doesn't take very long to do unless you want to spend a long time doing it. And you will receive a, an email back from me within three working days with my intuitions to add to your own. And I've, I've had feedback that this questionnaire is quite an interesting thing to do and quite, and, and quite insightful just in the doing. So to do this, go to yesyounow.today. That's Y-E-S-Y-O-U-N-O-W dot T-O-D-D-A-Y, and then just scroll down the page, about halfway down the page, there's a button that says, take the questionnaire. And then just take the questionnaire, that's all you have to do. And uh, then you'll hear back from me within three days. So I look forward to hearing from you with that. Thank you for listening. Have a great week and see you next week. You've been listening to Truth and Transcendence, the regular weekly podcast from Yes, You Now with Catherine Llewellyn. For more information, head to yesyounow.today forward slash podcast.